All right, welcome to the penultimate episode of the Adventures Vault of Mountain Tale. Every curtain has a call, every song has a final note, and our story approaches its conclusion. It's been a ride. I don't want to get into it too much because we have a rap episode and all the bullshit we could talk about now, we'll talk about in the rap episode. But here we are. Are you guys ready? Yeah. No idea. Ready. Ready. I've got a little bit of bullshit left (laughs) (laughs) to spin. Always. I'm just, I got this preemptive feeling of fuck you brewing already, man. (laughs) I I know you. I know you. I don't know how you're going to give it to me, but I know you're going to make me fucking feel that way. So let's just go. Just remember, Jake, he can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> Until we play Hell's Rebels, he can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> Lies fall so easily from your lips, Adam. Emotional pain is still pain. Emotional <laughs> damage. camera pans to a time shortly before fire and we see a figure running through the halls of the mountain she's hurried hasn't slept well covered in dirt and war but she's come so far and her plan what little of it she had is progressing and Arwen, queen of the crusade comes to a familiar room we haven't seen it much but a 20 foot green orb once rested here now shattered into pieces thoroughly and she's digging through them come on come on come on there's gotta be something she keeps picking one up no no throws it to the ground nothing nothing come on there's gotta be one and she finds a piece that got missed about the size of a bowling ball and like she mutters a few arcane words arwen was not an arcanist when she came here but she's used her millennia on the mountain wisely learning things and as she utters an incantation, the orb glows. She's like, yes, yes, yes! And begins to shape it. Until she has a gem, if you will. Uh, maybe about nine inches long. Mm, kind of like two really thin pyramids put together. And as she completes the spell, the orb glows the same green color that the Chromaticon, Ivestin's weapon, glowed. Yes! And she begins to run off. And heading deeper into the mountain, she's following the tracks of five heroes and she hears the sound of battle as she's approaching maybe she's not too late and then she hears wait wait no don't do that and an explosion begins and she activates the stone and pauses time and sees that that causes it to crack slightly no 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 please please hold together and she runs into the room where an explosion is forming in the heart of the golem to everyone's surprise she does some math and she climbs up and pulls Tame out of there and brings her back to the entrance of the room. She grabs Zai and drags her to the entrance of the room, grabbing Tim the wizard. She has to climb up to get to him, but she figures it out. She's got enough tricks in her bag and drags him to the front. She sees her beloved one second away from death. Trembling, she drags him back to the entrance. 
and she drags Sigorum to the entrance. But between the explosion and the rest of the party, and she knows there's one trick left, and she turns herself invisible, as she does so often, just to not to influence, but to watch. And she knows if this doesn't work, she'd rather join. But uttering an incantation, the gem unfreezes time, and the explosion erupts, but we see it stop. And as the five of you snap back to reality, the heart of this burning apocalypse is held in check by Sigorm holding Excelthian forward. And it's like staring into the heart of the sun as this explosion is kept in check by a trembling hand. But a sword is getting heavier. And here we are. All right, all right. Questions. Mm-hmm. Questions of clarification. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Um, the, the golem is the heart. Yep. It is exploded. Yes. But it is slightly contained at this moment. And actually, what we're seeing is like the explosion is... is big enough right. that it has enveloped the balcony. It's like maybe six inches away from the tip of Exelthian. Okay. Oh. And it's being held in place by Exelthian. Yes, like by by the magic of that. Okay. Tip to tip, so to speak. Inappropriate. <laughs> um, Always. The party is behind me. Mm-hmm. Which is not where they were. Right. When we unfreeze and Sigourm finds himself in this position... I imagine it would be hard to uh, spare any of his senses to kind of gather how this has happened. Only that it is. Um, is there any sign of Iveston? Where he was standing is now inside the explosion radius. Okay. See invisibility. Uh, you can see uh, your metagame. <laughs> I'm not. There's a extremely dangerous threat that has ruled this realm with an iron fist. You, I'm trying to see if he pieced out as you, a wizard whose most of his things re- revolve around becoming invisible and being like, oh, I'm dead, it's okay. I don't like gonna, that you're rolling make, dice for this. I don't like I had to pull out dice, uh, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that my character sovereignty questioned your story bullshit. Character sovereignty. I just know everything. God, I can't get the dice out. I don't this know everything. Give me, a, give me a d20. This is here, on you. Here, here, here. I don't have a d20. I didn't bring dice. All right, give me a perception check. Bring me, give me a d20. <laughs> nah, you can get it. This is, this, is, this is on you. Here. Somebody help me out here. Roll it. You got one. You got one in front of you. You don't get a tray. Fuck you. I'm stalling as I load my character. <laughs> 29. You don't see anybody. Now, now, where Ivison was standing, just a half a second ago, leaning against the balcony, trying to eat a pudding cup, is now <laughs> engulfed <laughs> in the heart of a star that wants to form on the top of this mountain. Yeah, but I'm a wizard, so I know what kind of fucking big dick energy we wield. Um, yeah, but it looks heavy. <sighs> I, he, I feel he's sure enough that it's not, not my problem man. anymore. Yeah. You you don't see he, he's not gonna like wizard away up into this shit and fucking disintegrate be me. So he's, he's probably yeah. got a whole crux made in an entirely different place. All right, it's it's not <laughs> the end for him if Brad so wills it. He was Voldemort all along. This <laughs> <laughs> probably ain't the uh, only. No, that'd be the worst ending imaginable. Run off J.K. Rowling, please. I don't know, Wait. whatever you want to call it. He's got backup plans upon plans. Sigorum accepts this moment. What was seemingly the last thing, his last sight was the explosion about to kill us all. 
is now somehow contained in front of him and he can feel the stress of Excelthian holding it back and cracking under the weight of it. So he holds on and Mankai helps and Castigan helps steady the blade. I can't hold it forever. I believe this is the part where you all run. Let's get out of here, guys. Counterpoint. Run. I foresaw a certain level of needing to get out of dodge, so to speak. Would you all like to just teleport out of here? Assuming the hold on this plane has broken, I can teleport us away. Not Ivestan. Fuck him. But everyone else, us, our party. I don't know if his Excelsian's magic will hold through that, though. Give me a perception or arcana check. Who? Uh, the I mean, guy who insisted whoever. that we need dice today. <laughs> D20, motherfucker. Give me the big one. Give yeah, me the we, big one. L- listen, listen. I'm not the problem here. I know. I I'm know. sorry that I fucking decided to roleplay with some of my spells. Don't Dude, That's be. real good. All right, now, Tim, you're kind of looking around. 44. And you... Understanding what you know about Ivestin, that he is the kind of prick... When he's going to design a room for you, the five of you to die in, that he would take certain measures. And you, just for uh, funsies, try to teleport something away. Like, just to test it. You've got the spell slots, whatever. It doesn't work. Can you even dimension door? And you think that he has put anti-teleportation stuff all over this room. I really hate this man. Like, he designed a death trap. All right, so we run. Carry me! Zai! Whatever. <laughs> Arthur's, <laughs> Arthur's not going to run. Uh, Idiot. <laughs> he's going to reach up and help him steady his grip. Or whatever. His hold. Yeah. On the blade. Cheers, buddy. So so Tim and <laughs> Tim and Zai are booking. He is, he is spurring Zai. Like, yeah. <laughs> we got plans. Faster! <laughs> I have things I want to accomplish. So, I got a second <laughs> chance. I don't want to waste it. Sigorum's already sacrificed so much for all of us. For me, I came back. I'm fighting with him till the end. Hey, I tried to wield Excelthian and it told me I wasn't worthy, so... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I feel like that's pretty obvious. But you're worthy of this paycheck I'm giving you, so... Exactly. <laughs> Guys, I got a job. tomorrow. I got to go report to work tomorrow. I can't stay. <laughs> I've got an Excelthian-sized paycheck for you, though. <laughs> <laughs> and Sir Dew helps hold the sword. But a third voice speaks. No, no, Artie, you gotta go. You gotta go. I just I can't lose you here. And Arwen appears, which might answer a question that Scorn would have. <laughs> what was his question? <laughs> like, he oh, how, like how the fuck does everybody survive? Yeah, yeah how yeah. the fuck did oh. we go from this is most clearly our last moment to somebody bought us a half a second like heart of the seven thank you but maybe just maybe you have someplace else you're meant to be god dang it i hate these stupid decisions uh i can't leave him again he has sacrificed everything for us he carried me whenever i was a corpse what can i do for him but this give me a diplomacy check let's see here 24? I mean... You're... you're... Oh, I'm sorry. That, that's more than that. 34. Oh, okay. 34. Trash. And she, like, like, like kind of, like, takes her fist, like, pounds on her forehead. Like, maybe... Maybe this is my test. Mm-hmm. So, Gorham, you're gonna die here, right? Well, I have no doubts. We... We all agree. 
that that is the scenario, right? I see no other way. All right. Then this wouldn't matter. And she, like, elbows you in the chin and grabs the sword. And, like, maybe a sucker punch like that wouldn't work. Normal. But, like, time freezes for a minute and then, like, unfreezes. And the two of you are kneeling. And she's holding the sword. And she's like, oh, oh, God. I didn't, I didn't know that would work. I didn't know. I didn't. I'll see it through this time. I'll see it through. I can't ask this, but I'm fucking gonna. And she holds out a green gem. I got one play left to make this all right. To fix all of it. Please, Sigorm, try. There's enough time magic in this left. You can go anywhere, see anything, but you could only interact with it one time. Find a way to fix all of this. Not me. It has to be you. Who else? Hello. Can't be that idiot elf. He's too foppish. <laughs> Very smart. Thank you. This is my specialty. No one else will see it through. And that six inches from the tip of the blade is more like two. Son of a bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I have no idea what to do with that. Yeah, you're welcome. What is it? Where, where does he go? When does he go? What does he do? How? How? What, what, what the fuck does it mean to prevent all of this or stop all of this from happening? What the fuck? Step one. She clearly had a better idea what all that meant. <laughs> Step one. Accept the quest. <sighs> Step two. Probably run. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if Sigorum would be fucking fuming, furiously angry at this. Like probably. Oh my yeah. god! I'm tired of running. Is not not his bag. It's like what the fuck? And now she's asking you to run through time. <laughs> that bitch. Cyber <laughs> Sheriff Segura. <laughs> what? You should definitely save Will's family. You owe him that much. But does that fix all of this? Oh, are we fixing things? That's what. What? With what? Like, on a philosophical level, what does that even mean to Segura? Like, fix all of this. So what? Change so, like. Everything. Everything? Wait, stop Ivistan from doing anything that he did in the Gods' War? What does that mean? Then you know they lose the Gods' War. Right. How is that better? I don't know what the fuck is going on now. Maybe you just make sure everybody that leaves here has a good life, and also Oki comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Regardless of what happens, it's your fault, and I'll hate you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. She's hoping, I think, that Sigorum can find a moment between Ivistin helping win the God's War and the mountain. And if nothing else, maybe you can stop the crusade from happening. But she's, she's like, I don't know. She's got one left gamble to play, and it's Sigorum. You do know what set off the crusades was Heart of Tracks dying. I, I, I do know that. Uh, and I think you know enough to know that Nex and the weird wizard dude was a part of it. Let me ask you this. What, 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 what would he do? Where would he start? Like, you need to do the butterfly effect <laughs> right now. <laughs> Just strangle I understand in the womb. He, like, noticeably does not want this. He wants the, the dying job. It's much more... <laughs> it's easier. Simple. <laughs> it's, it's... He's tired. But when has Sigorum's life ever been simple? She's like, I know you're tired. I'm tired too. 
but I can't be trusted with this. I did it wrong last time. I did it all wrong last time. I don't even know what to do. You'll, you'll figure it out. You've got the time. Take the gem. Damn you. Too late. <laughs> Too late. I did that all by myself. But I'm hoping you can fix it. I'll try. Thank you for everything. Sigourm shakes his head, almost uh, disgusted by himself. He wants to. He wants the the warriors in the honorable thing. He's tired of running, and the missions never seem to end. There are so many soldiers. It'd be somebody else. Why is it always him? For what it's worth, despite what you may think, you must have been a good queen. I was, till I made the wrong choice. And that's not something I've ever seen you do, Sigorn. And that's why it's gotta be you. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You're one more life I've ruined. But you're the only play I got left. It was an honor to serve with you. It was mine. You guys get out of here. Sigorn looks to Sir Arthur Dew in his moment of choice. Arthur's angry at the decision that has to be made right now. <laughs> Welcome to the, the club, man. Uh, <laughs> because, well, one, he's not wanting to leave. Well, he doesn't want to leave either one of them behind now at this point, because... One's staying, one's going. Which way does your heart tell you? Well, if we take the stone, we can change the outcome of what happened. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have faith in that decision. So, before we go... I mean, she has to know, like... You can say it. What? <laughs> Whatever you, you can You can tell Brad that you love him. You can <laughs> say it. Look at me in the eyes, Brad. I love you. I love you. You're supposed to say I know. Jesus! That's a lot cooler. Shit! Wait, run it back. Run it back. <laughs> That's why we're on a live podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a production. <laughs> I think a very Romeo-esque Juliet with higher motivation scene is a good one i mean for me like the entirety entire thing of our, our arthur do was to find arwen and you have found her do you stay or do you go but if you switch it out here's here's the thing i remember i can't about quit you <laughs> the uh, the unique connection between nick the player and his character sir arthur do where a heart attracts the heart of the seven retardation no. <laughs> they <laughs> they are the thing that made me believe in our episode flashback that our choice actually mattered and that we could change something. And having having been through that experience, this is the only reason Sigorm has any faith in it. It's because he was there and we changed something once already. This outcome isn't permanent. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But you literally Sigorm literally has a chance in his hands. The question is, do you think Sigourm needs the help, or do you not want to let her go again? Oh, he'll need the help. So, th and that's the that's the crappy outcome of this. Is I know he'll need the help. So you're going? Yeah, yeah, I have to. She's like, I couldn't let you go before, and it damned everyone. I can now. Whatever happens, I will always love you, Artie. Go. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to go. We can change this outcome. We can change this outcome. We can change this outcome. Both of you this. give me a perception check, real quick. And it's mostly. I think you guys are roughly the same score wise. So uh, I got a twenty-four for like the flat bonus. All right, so you're yeah, or you're, no a twenty. I got a flat twenty. All right, so he's a little more observant. 
26. As you're beginning to leave, do you look down and see a coin on the ground? Very familiar coin. Is it the one that I dove after? Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick it up. And you two begin running. How on earth do you think this is good? And we were about to fuck up this story so bad. This timeline is going to shit, man. I'm struggling with this as a person. There is no way this shakes out better than what it was. (laughs) And they are running and running. And Arwen is trying to buy as much time as she can. But her hands are shaking and sweating, muscles cramping, and the sword is starting to crack. But she's going to give as much time as she can. And then something begins crawling out of the flame. Charred body, missing an arm. And it's literally like clawing its way toward her. And a few feet away, it holds up a finger. And green energy starts to slowly gather. She's like, it's time for us old things to fade away, Eviston. You know this. And a little more energy gathers. And then it dissipates. And the charred arm places its palm on the ground and lowers its head. And Arwen hopes it's enough time as she drops the blade. The camera pans outside. Now, we think there's been enough time that Zai and Tim have gotten away safely. But as Arthur and Sigorum run out of the cave entrance, past the double doors leading in, a horse is waiting. No, we must hurry. We we must win the race. Get on. Is this the same horse I fed apples to? This is this is Night Shadow. Yeah, yeah. Night Shadow. <laughs> Full circle. Alrighty. And he says we have to win the race. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> and and as you get on, like you're like, oh, we're racing against time. He's like, no. The only thing that's almost as fast as I am, at least it hasn't been as fast up to this point. And you see the night shadow kind of turn its head. And there's another figure on a horse to the left of you. And the horse is a skeleton. And its rider holds a large scythe wearing a black robe. And as he turns his head, you see a skeleton face. And you're both pretty familiar with this figure. Next. (laughs) (laughs) He got promoted? (laughs) Yeah, boy! I'm in charge of all the death now. Because I'm a death dealer. You all know what's up. Well, you hope it's not. Because <laughs> he might take it personal. But, he who, might. but whoever this person is or was, you now race death down the mountain. And about halfway down, the mountain explodes. It's top blowing off. Literally, the universe, like the, the top of it begins to crack as you are racing death and fire. And we pan to the entrance. Or the exit? As a Sherpie opens a portal back into another world, and figures begin piling through, and Gertie kisses Driana, and then kicks her through, and turns to see, hoping. And at the last second, as the last other person piles into the real world, she sees three figures running. Okay, okay, there's, there's Tame, there's Tim, there's I, where's, where's the others, where's the others? And as the three of you exit? Yeah. Um, as we ran, like, I assume when you say exit, you mean through the portal? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, as we run by, I, I would stop and say, um, I believe they're coming, but it's, it's going to be close. Go through, go through. And Gertie waits. Come on, 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 come on. Tim begins weaving magics to, like, protect from an afterblast, thinking of coming through the whatever opening is still there, like, 
he starts prepping to like absorb whatever aftershock might be coming through. On the other side of the portal, the survivors are looking around. And the sky was bad on the mountain. It's worse here in the real world. As dark and purple skies are everywhere. And the world is humming with a dark negative energy. It's like, what? what is going on? That is what I was trying to tell you. I wasn't trying to free you. I was trying to escape. And the world is dying. And as two figures on a horse make their way to the portal, the mountain collapses. Reality is too damaged. And elsewhere, the four unlikeliest of heroes don't get the job done as the four avatars fail in their mission. And our world collapses into darkness. I'm sorry, listener. That's it. There's nothing left but to close the door. I wish I could... Wait, what is that? And we see in the absolute negative and darkness a little green light floating in nothingness. Sigorm and Dew watch the end of everything in a bubble of little time they have in their hands. The end of all. So we paused time just to see the end of all? Dew and Sigorm just watched the entire world end. I like to counterpoint that and say that I'm a wizard and I stopped it. Tight, 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 tight. You know what's more powerful than your wizard? Plot. Time wizard. <laughs> it's a plot wizard. You manipulate. No, 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 no. I'm the plot wizard. So everyone steps through. Everyone escapes the mountain just in time to die. Yep. For everything to just. So we, we made it back and then it all ends. Because Jeanette. some some yeah. avatars, as you said, real bad at their job. Real bad at their job. Also, you know, like this demi plane exploding probably didn't help. Probably not. Wait, there's a way to reverse this, right? Since we have time in our hand. Well, you know that you can use the the gem to view all of time, but you can only interact with it once. Okay, so we gotta like watch it like a like a movie and figure out. Right. Can we, like, pause, rewind? Def- yeah. Definitely yeah. more than once. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. We're going to we're gonna become the best friends, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got a lot to sort through, huh? So, I, I don't think we should declare an action as, like, the conclusion of this thing. It should just be left with, like, the, the belief, the faith. That Sir Arthur do has that we can we can stop this we can prevent this because we we have the like the last tool to do it and the resolve of Sigora I don't think we should choose anything I I think we should just leave it at that the, it's like the universe dying we 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 witness the end knowing that this is the thing that we're we're trying to prevent and that we have to figure out when and what to interact with I don't think we should do declare the win or what is what i'm saying no i I, you you don't have to until you go to a point where you want to make a choice you can rewind the tape so to speak right like if i was to say let's go back to the day where she pulled the sword and stop her from pulling the sword so she never becomes queen that's what we change and see how it plays out what you can't see is when you make the choice the action the final action right or, yeah, or, like, stop the God's War from happening. Like, what point stopping it from happening? Or... You think you can't stop the God's War. You can't 
keep the God's War from happening. Then I say... Like, you don't have the juice for that. I say stop her from pulling the sword. Yeah, but she united and organized, like, multiple countries into a peace. Okay. It wasn't until Artatrex died and she started this bullshit crusade that stuff went bad. Okay, so stop the crusade then. You, you think that would stop the crusade? Stop the crusade or stop the death of Artatrex? We can't just look at that stuff, though. Like, they would have to look at all the events that they weren't a part of. Then pick pick a, a interaction and theorize from there how that ripples through everything else. Are you saying Stephen King it and just let it be the end that we're holding the... No, like, okay, I, I'm like... saying, like, the end of a mountain tale is that we don't declare an official action. We just leave it narratively in oh. their hands, reviewing time, reviewing what action they should choose. No, that's a terrible ending. I'm not going <laughs> to... You want us to pick something, even if it's bad? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Pressure's so all let's on you, I, I, Yeah, I can't have a cliffhanger. That's dumb. let's let's yeah. stay. That's why I said Stephen King. It. I was like, that's kind of weird. Do you want to go back to that moment to look at it? That's a waste. Do you want us to you, go back to that moment? You can travel as much as you want. You can only interact once. Does that make sense? You can study the film all you want. We right. The, the timeline has the fucking end, so we yep. can watch any which angle yep. of perspective. Yeah, but we got to find. A moment, a moment that will make the difference. The difference. So when Will came to the mountain, got it. As a person, is there a correct or many correct um, interactions to this? I, I have ideas, but this is why your guys are here. I think I know what it'd be. I, I think it'd be... I, I don't... Whatever you choose, I will react to. Like, if I choose... If we choose the wrong thing, is that the end of the universe and we don't... <laughs> Like, I, we don't ever I, play a game in this again? I, I guess we'll talk about it. <laughs> I will say you will have to... I would say the two of you would at least make the attempt to try to fix things. Oh, I, boy. Based off the characters I know. Maybe, what do we maybe, think, man? Maybe Jake and Nick wouldn't, but do and Sigourm would. Jake would rewind for a long, long time and make many theories and guesses, and at the end, whatever he chose, he would be for sure confident that He's just damning everything in a different way. But that's the thing. That's what sucks about this whole thing, because there's there's going to be a crappy outcome for somebody. And either the crap... And I I think it should be either Arthur doesn't meet her. They stop her from pulling the sword. Well, does she ever pull the sword if you don't meet? Well, then it wouldn't matter. You don't meet is like interfering with small children. Her not pulling the sword hurts, I would say, arguably many more. Are you trying to stop the crusade? Are you trying to stop the mountain? Is a better question you should be asking yourselves. I, but I, would the mountain still go into existence if she didn't start the crusade? The crusade is after the mountain's form. Right. See, this is why we're studying I, the tapes. <laughs> I so, think what do, we're doing here is... Do you want to rewind a little to get to that point? I, th I think we're, we're going to have to dive in to the, the motivation behind all of it. And I think we're going to have to do something with the wife and daughter of Ivistan. So the real question is, did Ivistan make the mountain to protect the world no. from the magical calamities of the God's War? Or did he make it to protect himself from the demonic deals he'd made slash to save his wife and daughter? I think those were all... And would, and would he had made it at all if his wife and daughter hadn't have died in the first place? I, I think everything is just a byproduct 
of him wanting them back so much. Would he help in the God's War if his wife and daughter hadn't been time spike out of existence? And then do you lose the God's War? That's what's up. Here's a question. Oh, shit. Why don't you give us a handful of things of different outcomes? Because otherwise we're going to think about every episode of this oh, podcast. Oh, man. Tim's no. got a lot of things to say about time and no. its manipulations. I'm not going to let you uh, multiple choice the endings. Well, yeah, but this would be like a uh, choose-your-own-adventure. You already know yes. the outcome. and when you choose, I will tell you your here's, adventure. Here's what I hate. Here's what I hate. Is the person most capable of Brad. helping us with this <laughs> is the guy who caused it, pretty much. And I hate going to Iveston as a solution, but I think it starts with him. If only you knew it at the time with it. Hmm. Of that, of his stature, yeah, if only. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna die. Um, You're already dead. Not anymore. We're working on that. <laughs> Here's my thing. They're floating in blackness. You're dead. Do they have to truly change the timeline in order to prevent what happened, or can they use the magic that they're involved in to prevent the collapse of the demiplane from affecting the otherwise material realm? How are you gonna do that? I don't know how I'm doing any of this. Magic! Yeah, like, <laughs> you you yelling magic and being like, that fixes everything, is a, is your character's flaw. That is my that is my character's... <laughs> I talked about my backstory with Brad today, and, like, that is my character's backstory. Like, magic fixes all the problems. The biggest mistake I'm making right now is I'm not thinking through Sigourum's shoes, and I need to stop yeah. doing that. Yeah, You're not Jake. You're Sigourum right now. Yeah. <laughs> You are you are gonna travel back though, I imagine. Yes, we well I I'm gonna use that moment of you traveling back. And you know, you can stop whatever. But I think Sigor would be curious enough to watch a story play out. Yes. And we go back in time and we see a very young man, age eight. And gosh, doesn't that look like do? And Sigorum's like, I'd like to see this story. Maybe not interact with it, but I'd like to see it. And we go through Arthur Dew's life. We see a young boy from Demon where all the adults were killed because after the God's War is a strange and dangerous place. But we see a young man protecting a, a young foal, baby horse, from two other boys who are throwing rocks at it. And they decide that, uh, what's better fun? And they start throwing rocks at this young boy who's trying to shield this horse. We pan forward just a little bit and see a large, powerful horse sitting in judgment of the two boys. But the third young man, the one that was getting rocks thrown at him, intercedes and says, No, it's not their fault. Our home is a dangerous and scary place. The world has taught them to be cruel. So the horse forgives them. And Marcus and Darnston swear that they will be friends till the bitter end to do. And that he is also that do is worthy to keep that little foal. And he takes them home with them because at eight, he's one of the oldest surviving members in this town. And they they start to spend time at Dew's farmstead where his parents died. And their friend Ari joins them. And despite how hard it is, it's a good life. And years later, they go to a harvest festival where everyone has a good laugh trying to pull a sword from a stone until Ari does and everything changes. And evil men with evil intentions grab her and the sword and tell the boys give up on your friend and they realize that Ari's not going to get out of this alive if they have their way and so they plot and scheme that they know they're going to have to try to help somehow they have no clue they're just simple dumb farm boys 
So when they try to rob a passing knight, and she thoroughly beats them down, and Braden of the Blades, not even a knight at that point, a wayward soul, trying to find her way in a world that doesn't understand her abilities, learns of their plight, and gains three squires. Time passes. We see these young men a little bit older, armor of their own, swords of their own. It's deep in winter. They're taking shelter in a cave, but it's so cold. And oddly enough, we see all of them huddled around an egg, trying to keep a fire going. In time, we see Braden of the Blades, these three boys, facing off against three armies. And at the center of this, they're holding Ari hostage and the sword. Artatrax is like, give her back, give our friend back, or we'll kill all of you. And these people laugh because it's an army of goblins led by a, a giant troll. And there's an army of Vikir raiders led by a large man with iron hands and a human leading a third army with a dragon crest on his shield. But they laugh at these three boys in the night. You and what army? And as the dragon descends with its baby in tow, we see just what army indeed. And so the challenge goes out and do kills a troll in single combat. And Arduin manages to get a hold of Excelthion and kills Dioc Iron Hands. And Marcus manages to kill the champion of the third human arm, at which point they all bow to their new queen. And we see time pass where it gets to a part of the story where Sigorum knows Artatrax dies. That's awesome. We never got to do a backstory episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty tight. Well, Sigorum is is not a time wizard. He's not an all-knowing being. He would simply use what he knows and hope hope it's the right call. The problem is he can't get Tim because that would be interacting. No, a it's... Real piece of shit. It's, it's a choice between him and Sir Arthur Dew. Who I did not expect to be here, so that's a, that's a twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect me to be here, so... Well, I expected you to be here. <laughs> if left up to me, I'd have died on the mountain. I know. With, I know. In, like, with the end of it. I know you. <laughs> I have no idea where to begin. Do you think you're the key? I, I, I don't... I don't know. Those... I don't know how those memories... I don't know where that memory would lead to stop what she thinks would prevent this. I can remember all that happening like it was yesterday, but I just don't know which part she needs changed. The only thing I could think of would... Well, if we stop her from pulling the sword, I don't think that we would be where we are today. Because we wouldn't be warriors. There will always be war, but maybe not for you without the sword. Maybe you all live and die. Simple. On a farm. Hard to say. Simple lives are not bad ones. However, if we stop the crusade, many more would die on top of this. What's Park of the Gods for? Wasn't it the uh, fire god getting a little too uppity and being corrupted by a dark deity? So the the main conflict of that is the... Uh, everyone will have to forgive me. Um, I think Lashembra is the uh, essentially the av- uh, not avatar but the, the god like the four elements basically each have a god mm-hmm. the, this, these beings created this mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. and one of Lashembra's creations essentially had gone evil and was becoming a problem in the world and the other three wanted Lashembra to destroy it 
and Lashemba would not destroy their own creation, their own child. Right. Which then created the God's War. And the negative energies that came from that uh, almost destroyed everything. In response to that, the uh, these four beings, like the three beings fighting with Lashembra, dispersed all of their energies in a, a way to buy time. And at that point, a coalition of other people, mostly led by the Church of um, Asmodeus. Asmodeus, the Asmodeans essentially create a pact that holds the world together as a stopgap measure. And then over the millennia, the pact is deteriorating. Those energies coalesce. God's War picks up where it left off. And you guys see where their champions fail. And the universe ends. So you know that if you cause them to lose the first part of the God's War, it ends there. And you know Ivestin is instrumental in helping, for lack of a better term, win that fight. Right. What if he thinks his family died, but they were saved by two out-of-time adventures? So he still does all the things, but then his family survives? You want to go back? Baby, go yeah, back. let's check that out. You rewind a long way. A very long way. To a small village. Maybe it's, maybe it's a little bigger. Maybe it's like a, a town. Big enough to have like a, a school. And this is... These are some of the first men. Some of the first beings of this world. And you see two men fishing. And there's a, a plain man in brown, plain robes. And a very young man that you know is Ivestin. And you see that this is in during the God's War. And reality collapses behind them. And their town, it's not destroyed. It's literally erased from existence. Time spiked. Never was. And it's only because Ivestin is one of the first people to harness arcane magic that he even realizes his family is gone. The other man doesn't even know that. They were white from existence. He doesn't even remember he had a family. But Ivestin remembers. And you see that this is the beginning of Ivestin's journey through the God's War. Fuck. This isn't my problem. But if he doesn't go on that journey... Right. Maybe Ivestin is the key. Because either way, I'm here with you. <laughs> no taking back, please. Uh, yeah, you guys aren't the key, but you are the ones with the power right now. We are. So, ultimately, though, you hold the choice because you, you're the one. You came along. She gave it. I know, but she gave it to him, knowing he would make the right decision. I'm going to be with you in whichever decision you make, coward. And I'm going to help you trying to decide this. So we need to narrow it down. Do you want? Let's go- do. Sorry, go ahead. Do you want to go back or forward? Is there something that we want want to re-see that we've that could have been a clue? What? Maybe was there something the day that we met him that would have given us the clue? We must keep in mind what we're trying to change. But for giggles, you go to that day where he offers you a job to be his wardens. And he sees you're on the fence about it, and he offers to flip you for it. I did not remember that. Episode 16. I have the coin, though. I picked it up on my way out. What's that coin do? I don't know. What does it do? <laughs> you know what it <laughs> Whoever calls it's wrong. You, oh, tails, it's heads. Right? If you say it's tails and heads. What else does the coin do? Slave demons? The coin will bind you. The coin so is, I, is what controls the demon army. Yes. Right. In fact, for giggles, you go back in time. Where he, where he creates it. 
And you see, he has to jump back in time, so you jump back in time. And this is even before Iveston's village. These are the first men. Literally the first men. And one of the men was hungry and took something that belonged to the other man. And these are not even like the same shape as humans as you understand them now. They're different beings. He's like, did you take what was mine? And the other figure stops for a second and says, no. And we see a wizard pop out of reality. This is excellent, excellent. I'm just going to... And he plucks something out of the air. Thank you. I need this. And the two beings look at each other. Don't worry. It's called a lie. It will be very handy for our entire race for a long time. But I need this. And he harnesses the power of the first lie to make the coin. How does winning that coin toss uh, save everything? In episode 16, it wouldn't. Because you didn't flip the coin anyway. Right. But you know you have the coin and what it can do. We can, we can't stop the God's War, but we can change it with the coin. Mm-hmm. So, if we choose the right moment, we can maybe stop the end from happening, the destruction of of everything, if you will. The problem is the demon army is not present at the time everything ends. They've already been beaten, dispersed, destroyed. Right, but at one point they were involved with God's War. They were. In fact, they were heavily involved in the God's War. Exactly. You you see that Ivestin summons an imp named Billsby and then uses him to gather information and to begin increasing his army using the coin, tricking devils and demons over and over and over, and then using that army to help win the God's War. Right up to the final battle where he kills that female wizard to take the power of the Kermonicon, at which point it's out of his hands. He's done all he could. It's up to the Asmodians in the pack, which they then get the job done. And then at that point, Ivestin goes on to create the mountain to house the demons. So really that coin plays a very, uh, pretty important part for it. So what if we, well, I mean, the, the mountain was, was definitely created for a purpose and it did that for a good while, but his motivator for also creating the mountain wasn't to have an answer to the things that he had to deal with. That was just convenient for him, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? It was ultimately to have a time and a place where he could be less bothered by all the things in existence to try to work on getting his family back or recreating them or some something like that. What if we don't do that? What, what if, like with the coin, we don't imprison his army and we just deal with them right like we kind of like what happened like we get the demons to kill each other we maybe give the devils back to strengthen the the pact of the asmodians or whatever that might buy more time or change things i don't know <laughs> i i feel like i'm missing the the optimal choice that's the thing i didn't design one here's the thing what happens if i was staying rather than creating a time stop demon plane what if he just finally has to fess up to his deals? It doesn't also let the demons roam free on the earth. It just means his soul gets fucking eaten over and over and over again. If we play through the timeline, is the destruction of the demiplane that the mountain was contained in like the last straw for reality? It's like half the problem. Basically, the four, ava- the four avatars lose 
at about the same time the mountain explodes. Does their story seem like we can change the outcome? Possibly. Can we can we get them to win or whatever that means? You could. You think you could. But that's all it'll fix is the end. But presumably reality wouldn't end if they won. Presume it's it's possible, yeah. So all the sacrifices stay in place, but existence proceeds. It's a crappy one. <laughs> but I see what you're doing. I I mean, if we can get the same result but earlier, mm-hmm. point it out. <laughs> I don't know what no, to do. I mean, I see what you're saying. Like, I think that's the only option. It's not. It's not? They're all options. Uh you you've talked about a couple of things already you could do. They, we got lots of lots of options. The mountain only um, existed to save Ivastan from his from his deals, right? Essentially, he builds it to one house problems he doesn't want to deal with, and two gives him a safe space to try to get his wife and daughter back. And so you know, the mountain just never exists. Nothing bad happens for the world. Ivastan just has to eat shit. How would you stop that? Stop him from making the mountain in the first place? I don't think I could stop him at any point. I'm surprised it worked once. Kind of. I mean, you you know what tools you have. Yeah. If if we, if we can stop him, it's only because of the coin he made, right? Well, but you need the coin to be made because you need him to need it to win the golf. You have the coin, right? Which means we can't stop that, or can we? Maybe maybe there is no coin, but then maybe he doesn't win the fucking war. If he doesn't have the coin to trick all those demons, does he have an army? No. No, yeah, probably not. Because you he, you need the space between him winning the gods' war and. And everybody getting on the mountain. After he wins the God War, he can die. It's not necessarily nice, but he can do it. So what happens after he wins the God? You see him win the God's War. The pact holds. And about a year later, construction on the mountain begins in secret. Come to sleep. The, um, the, what is it? The thing that turned evil. One of the, the first children, godlike children created. That seems inevitable. You think even if you went to that moment, you wouldn't be able to... That's not something you could fix. Right. No, yeah, practically, like, that's godly stuff. Like the, the raw essences of the universe in like godlike form are having events, and you know the two of you can't can't interact with that. So the God's War, part one, it, it's, is going to happen. It's going to happen. And like you guys would be ants in this thing. What would an ant do? Right. Ants are pretty strong. So... <laughs> Yeah, bring one here right now. I'll show you how strong it is. <laughs> so you know the God's War is going to happen. Right. You know you can't stop it. And you know if Ivastan does not go to war, they lose it. These are true statements, irrefutable, immutable. You can fuck with it somehow, but you might end up right back where you are. The universe collapses. I mean, it's Sigorum and myself. We have no idea like what it would entail, but if... We interacted with Ivastan after that war, prevent the mountain from being made, and then from there, set off to do what we can do to try to change the the fate of the four avatars. I mean... Do you want to look for a time like that? Yeah. What, what happens if the mountain is not a thing? We don't know. We'd have to make that would, decision. Yeah, like, would would everything still end? That's... Let's, let's pursue evidence on that. Like, what happens if the mountain is never created? You, you know, that you can't see the outcome of, of a choice like that. 
But you do know that the mountain is essentially separate from reality up until the moment it explodes. Right. So, Iveston and the mountain have very little effect on your world. It's got more of an effect on Alaska in the 80s than it does in the real world. Until it explodes. Until it explodes. We watch the destruction of reality from the opposite side of the uh, the mountain's destruction, right? What do you mean the opposite side? Like, in, in the real world, as they say. The oh, place okay. that uh, we escape to. Yeah. Just in time to see the aftermath. Uh, what you kind of see is, like, the world is already, like, covered in darkness. And as the avatars die, there's a figure bigger than the world like and you see its arm moving through the clouds and then the mountain explodes and then that figure has enough power in that moment and you realize that Lashembra can't regain enough control to take over so Lashembra is like well if I can't have my way no one can okay could we do a coin toss with Lashembra you know no I have no idea you you couldn't even get Lashembra's attention your aunt's and you're quite sure you can't stop God's War 2. Right. The sequel. <laughs> the Godening. Would there be enough evidence to suggest that preventing the mountain would save reality? Or... You know it wouldn't explode. It wouldn't explode, but it's still very much damned at that point. You don't know? Because that's far back enough down the river, you can't see the ripples. He even talks about, like, oceans of fire and stuff, but... After the gods of war and the, and the deity is defeated, we know about the pact and it's locked up. The majority of what we've seen here on the mountain has been Ivastan avoiding his deals. Like, his soul's fucking damned. Uh, several, many, 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 many times over. He's fucked. You go looking for the oceans of fire. You don't find them. In fact, now you're starting to wonder if that was a metaphor for him. But you do know demon army running rampant at that time after the gods war on a world so fragile would also be incredibly bad i think we should take the uh stop him from taking the first lie james wilk booth needs to ice that dude afterwards you need the demons to survive the gods war like he helped beat it you need to ice him in between the times of saving everyone or being a part of it during the gods war and him creating the mountain to avoid the deals he made during said war yes is he in some ways, unjustly, him and his family going to face the consequences of that terrible time? Yes. But the literal fate of the world is the alternative, in my mind's eye. It's it's like that metaphor of um, the, if you could say one person who was like on the train or whatever. It's mm-hmm. that train metaphor, or, the, or like the, the people who's... On the tracks. On you the hit, tracks. You hit one person or five people. Yeah. You got to choose to kill somebody, but greater good yep and almost always in my opinion i like you would choose the one person over the five i i think i have a, a consensus of the people not holding the stone i'm sorry I'm, look this is like really out of the box oh, for me they and, had a minute before you got here and we started philosophizing uh yeah this is quite obviously more than i know what to do with <laughs> but um i mean the beautiful part is there's ops- lots of options. I mean, there's even the option of what if the mountain is the key? What if the mountain actually worked better? Okay. What if it's the safe zone? Like reality collapses, everything is doomed, but the mountain survived, right? 
like like a like a lifeboat okay so the four avatar heroes fail but maybe we get more people into life but kind of a thing we're thrown out on the table because of everything else i fucking said so the question the, so you're postulating what if you go and help ivis then make the mountain work better if i don't think for a second he wouldn't use it to fuck us over but if if we could convey to him that everything he's working to avoid is inevitable going about it the way that he is going to maybe we can create something different something better maybe he's got to accept his loss with his family we can shine light on that we can give him some clarity we know how it ends for him do you think either one of you could convince him fuck no he's a <laughs> i don't know how to begin to convince him of... i'm just a dumb work to him he wouldn't believe him... me you don't give him a choice. The moment that he defeated the Time Lady and won the God's War, and he's at his weakest because he's expended everything. That's when you strike hard and fast. You gotta strike and hit them when they're at their worst. There's a there's a part of me like if I look through the character lens, right? On on one hand, Sigorum has enough time and enough reflection that he can eventually come to the same options and conclusions that I can as a, as a person maybe even better ones but just sitting here trying to think what would Sigourm do it's like if the main goal is to save as much as possible and there's an option that means reality continues it might not save everyone it might not do the sacrifices of the mountain but it might mean reality continues and well that's probably not what the queen would choose but you she gave it to you to not make the same mistake she did right so if you feel like this is the way to do it i believe and you guys can weigh in on this if i'm stepping out of character with it but i think sigorum would see the fight that mattered more the sacrifices of the four avatars i just i think sigorum would make the play to save reality that means that maybe the crusade happens maybe the everything that happened on the mountain happens mm -hmm. but maybe maybe when the people that we saved on the mountain go through the portal there's a fucking place to go to mm -hmm. nick i i think i'll back that decision because you were chosen to make the best the right choice the best choice the better choice that she couldn't I think sigorm would see it as like you know rolling a hard six at the poker table he doesn't, he's, he's got the tools and the time, but he doesn't find a way to fix everything. But he sees a way that things can still exist. And it lies with the four individuals that needed to win, but didn't. Is that where you go? It's not about saving someone. It's about saving the reality, existence. I say that's where we go. Like if those avatars win, maybe that war still is going maybe maybe it's one maybe it's hell he doesn't know you head to that time and you want to see what happened and you see that the four avatars have a final standoff with demons and where it goes wrong is there's a warrior you can tell is the way what the way he holds a sword his muscles the way he holds a shield he's He's their their fighter. They're you know maybe like he's their do or you like he's the most competent one. It's an elf, 
one of his ears is ragged and torn and gone. An old injury with piercing blue eyes and blonde hair. But he can't block a strike. He just doesn't quite get a shield in time. And a demon slays him. And from there, the others just get overrun. This is the war we need to win. How do we do it? You just interact with the environment. So I would just Sigourm steps out of a fucking time bubble and takes blocks the hit? Or do we like choose a, a moment in time and come back with our own demon army? Like what the fuck? Uh, I mean you it, you can't get a demon army. Right. If you interact with a time to get a demon army, that's your one interaction. If you decide to lower a guy's shield to the right spot. Does it seem like it's so simple that that would do it? Like, just a little... <laughs> just a little... <laughs> you, you get one interaction. Is it a big interaction? Is it a little interaction? Do you step out of time and, and interact with the environment, declare yourselves? Do you just lower a guy's shield so it blocks something? What? what do you, what's your interaction? Yeah, fuck this choice. <laughs> so if we block it correctly and then have him come back with a counter-strike, that could end it, right? It, just, it's a choice. But you you see the moment it all goes wrong. Right, tactically, as fighters, we can see where this guy lost the fight against the demon, right? The, the pinnacle moment. And if he would have blocked this, we both know... Mm-hmm. In our gut, it would have been different. Mm-hmm. Let's just go for it. Otherwise, we're going to spend three days <laughs> trying to figure that out. Yeah, we'll, we'll spend years in this time bubble trying to... I mean, and maybe your guys do. I'm sure we spend longer in there than we want to. but Because isn't there a crack in the time capsule anyway? Well, yeah, you think, you know, that, that's why we've only got one interaction. Oh, right. Like, you think this will destroy the time crystal? And then that's probably it for us. You don't know? Yeah. Well, I'll let you roll whatever you want to do. Fuck. <laughs> I think it's just a choice, man. Just a choice? Oh, he doesn't have to roll if it was a block? I just want to know what you're choosing to do. I honestly believe that, like, with everything, existence on the table, Sigourm is no stranger to the hard choices he can't, re- even reviewing time. I don't think it would come down to preventing the mountain. I think it would come down to just what's the moment that saves reality and hopefully the good side of it prevails. Clearly, there's much more important events that happened and like you said, we're, we're, we're just ants caught up in this thing. Who are the people that were chosen to make the difference? We found them. They failed. Let's give them a, a push towards the finish line. Give it a shot. I'm here with you. I don't know. If this is right, I don't know if it will work, but this, this is my best guess. I'm sorry that it doesn't mean what I think we both hoped it would mean. No matter what, I'm happy with the, with the end results of my life, with the decisions that I've made to be to this point, where I'm at this second. Everything happens for a reason. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here with you. Is this the moment? Yeah, it's the moment. Starts off with Sigorum lowering the shield, and then Do and Sigorum pop into reality. And as Roddy blocks that attack and then slays the demon that almost killed him, he points a sword at the two of you. <laughs> right, 
I don't know who the fuck you two are, but you cultists are not. Here to help. Let's kill some demons. Scorn pulls his axe. And what was a close fight with the four avatars becomes a sure thing when a knight and an orc show up and they get the job done. But as Sigorm sees the crystal crack and fade away, he knows a choice has been made, and this is the time. And what has happened, has happened, and cannot be undone. And we see reality is saved. A mountain still explodes, and that has consequences. The sky doesn't darken, and shortly after the final battle, the God's War is won, and put to rest as the pact holds. Time passes. We see what was once a familiar village that several people walked through. Or at the end of the village is a small stable of pack a beast and a sherpai. The city has grown larger though. We see goblins, children running through it, various other people, where perhaps some sort of group of refugees has made their home here. And each morning, a female dwarf rises and looks down into a valley, just hoping to see something. Now we see Driana's getting a little bit older, but she joins her 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 wife, Gertie, also starting to look a little bit older as time passes in the real world. They buried a, a goblin matron last month, officially the oldest gobliness in existence ever, but the, the traitor baroness Barondale lived a good life, a full one. And then at that point, I'll ask, like, actually, um, given, actually, given that about eight months ago, you escaped back into the real world and reality didn't collapse. What has Tame been doing? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, Tame was very tired of the adventuring life. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. no way. Are you serious? So now, um, I'd like to... Okay, this sounds so crazy, but the way I imagine Tame's story wrapping up is it like, she's such an expert rogue that what she does now is she teaches children like how to like shoot like like an archery camp kind of thing, but not like camp, like... Like rogues camp? No, 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 no. You start, you start a young adult universe? Kind <laughs> <laughs> of kill people and do other things good too. No, 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 no. Like it's the Katniss school. No, no. Like <laughs> she just she owns her own little her own little shop with like little trinkets and daggers and arrows, and she offers classes and lessons uh, to people who want to learn for hunting purposes, quote unquote. Because um, we all know some people might not do self defense, but it's not really self defense. It's more how to murder people for game. You know, I I'm gonna say like a general good store for low level adventurers and archery classes. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I think well, and of course, you know, with archery, like dagger throwing and stuff like that too. But you know, just I would like to imagine Tame is like you know, obviously I can't get out of my roots and what I've been doing for so fucking long. Who knows how long? But I don't want to do it like this anymore. So instead, this is something I'd enjoy. And like, I like to imagine that she would actually live up above in like a little loft area above the store too, just to make it easy. And did, it keeps her athletic skills just there. Did you leave the Valley of Callsway? 
to go to some other place? Are you still with the other survivors? I think she went home. I think she went home. I think, you know, and, and, I, and I say it not because I think Tame is necessarily selfish. Yeah. But she spent a lot of time and it really feels, I mean, that mountain was like a jail for a, pretty much everybody there. She has a lot of traumatic memories. And while it was her home, it's not where she wants to live. It's not where she wants to be anymore. She outgrew it like thousands of years ago. It just wasn't able to go. And Tame goes home? Never to go mountain hiking again. Fucked <laughs> <laughs> up one time. What does Minui do? Minui goes home with her mom. She she goes with her mom, and I think her mom at this point, it's... Okay, I do see a very... I see Minui and her mother staying in Callstown. And the reason why I see them staying in Callstown, and specifically Minui, is Minui wants to build this relationship with her mother that they've been working on for months now, right? But then also, um, they don't really have anything back home. I mean, Minui could go back to the family, but she really wants to avoid them. And this is the best place to do that and to live freely. Um, kind of like how this place was a jail for Tame and was a prison for Tame. This place is like freedom. It is opportunity for Minui and her mother. And I think that they would just live a very quiet life. And in fact, the town is renamed New Callstown. Because a lot of the, the settlers end up there. About eight months go by. And the survivors, those who stayed, have adjusted to their new life here. And the town essentially doubled in size. Because it wasn't that big to begin with. But when the, the survivors that did come settled here. Because where else are they going to go? Their homes, for lack of a better word, existed in the past. This is a world they don't know. But this is not a bad place to be. But... At the top of the hill, three figures appear. One's an orc, one's a human plate, and one's an elf with a scarred ear and a vest and a big chest tattoo of a kraken. Looks pretty badass. (laughs) (laughs) How far into the... Is this in the future? This is about eight months after you guys made your choice. They win the God's War. The pact holds... And then the final essences are dispersed of Lashembra, never to return. And it takes a while to get you guys back to here, because you were far away. You've had to take a couple of ships. But you always had smooth sailing, as if an avatar of the ocean went with you. Nice. But as you turn to the village, there's a dwarf lady and an elven lady running up the hill. Think you got room for two more? Always. And they hug you too. It's not what we had hoped, but it's far from that. It's what I I believe we could do. You got us home, and that's more than anyone could have hoped for. Thank you, Arthur. You're welcome, and thank you for everything. I think I'm going to uh, retire this plate. (laughs) My retirement plan was always death. I have no idea what to do with myself. You try fishing again. Sigorum begins to walk down the hill and uh, he begins to just almost without care undo the clasps of the traveling pack and the armor finds a nearby tree stump just sinks the axe into it and leaves it there for the kids to try to pull out and he just kind of walks more lost than he ever was in some ways does he still hear the war 
Does he still have the Oracle Curse? And Sigorn finds that the air is a little bit sweeter up here in the mountain. And it's quiet. So very quiet. Easier to find peace up here. And you got a good feeling that Mankai, wherever he's at, he's okay. I have no idea what to say. How does Dew's story end? Well, do do we just have like do we have to build our own huts or are they already they're not magically appearing nowadays? Nope. So. Nope. You figure they can find you a place, but yeah. There's no there's no magical buildings and walls. So Dew's gonna go into uh, a place not extravagant, which is exactly what he wants. He's gonna take off his plate, put it in a corner, and just throw his sword next to it. No more presenting it. No more polished plate, nothing. No no royalty at all. Just He's going to go back to the way it was before all this and have just a little farm to help the village out. Do you raise some peck beast <laughs> Sure. <laughs> you're, you're good at roping stuff. This is, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is going to be his retirement. He's just going to live a more simple life. You have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> he starts a small paladin school. <laughs> I'm going to join the rodeo. <laughs> they call themselves the cowboys. <laughs> Yow. We go through time to see a few things play out. What, um, is Sigourm the last orc? Uh, there's a few orcs left in New Calls Town. Okay. Um, Irina? Irina is there. Um, Irina settles in New Callstown. And the world doesn't change much in the aftermath of the mountain. The God's War is over, and there's not much known about the nation of Albalon. There's some pieces left over, and the crusade that marched into time and disappeared, and its mysterious queen. And there are legends of the God's Wars and the weapons of it, but they're just that, legends, and they're more obscured as time goes on. But the people of New Callstown keep the events of the mountain in their heart, but it's not something they like. And in time, too, that will become legend, and then will be lost. The camera pans, and we see New Callstown. But time has passed, and it has grown some. And on the outskirts of town, at the bottom of a hill, a small apple orchard has grown. Perhaps a little bit of magic has aided its growth. But resting at the base of a tree in the warm sunlight, we see a familiar figure. The old soldier Sikorum. Walking into the glade is a gnome wearing green armor. And his approach stirs Sikorum from his napping. Suja, is that you, old friend? Thought my gifts had left me. Think you're right for the wrong reasons, friend. Oh. Are you Sikorum? Yes. I heard you're the man to talk to about my father. Well, Suture. I knew your father. A good man. A good friend. Good soldier. I remember a man with a quick laugh, but that's about it. More to him than you know, boy. You come all this way. Sit. Stay a while. And listen. I will tell you of your father. I will tell you the tale of the mountain. However, at the top of the hill... Another figure is watching the two men talk. He's broad, shouldered, and tall. A scarred half-orc, hefting a wicked-looking axe. And he's tapping in his palm, almost as if he's making a decision. 
and letting the axe fall to the ground. This half-orc, who bears a striking resemblance to Sigorm, begins walking. And dear listener, after all he's been through, I think we can forgive letting Sigorm have a little bit of a happy ending. As his son walks up, and also wants to get to know his father too. Join us next week for a very special recap with the cast, myself and Richard, and thank you for listening to our mountain tale. Listen to more before I hunt you down.